Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Philippians chapter 1, verses 27 to 30. Trust God even in the face when others disagree with you. Paul ends chapter 1 with some biblical counsel how to deal with what we could call disagreeable adversaries. There will always be those who disagree with the way we live our lives, conduct our ministries, and worship our Lord. Instead of allowing them to control us, we can remain under God's control by using these easily understood principles. One, two, three. One, make the gospel look good to your disagreeable adversaries. Number two, refuse to be divided or conquered by your adversaries. And number three, let your confidence and assurance in God impact your adversaries. Only let your lifestyle, your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. That whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation, and that of God. For unto you it's given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. Make the gospel look good to your disagreeable adversaries. If one of your friends greeted you with these words, may I say that you look quite becoming today, they would be conveying the fact that they observed you, took notice of your appearance, and made a very positive assessment, okay? Everyone loves to be told that they look nice once in a while. We want to live in such a way that we make the good news of salvation attractive to others. Let your life, your daily conduct, your consistent lifestyle, uh, make the gospel of Christ appealing, delightful, and desirable. The word conversation can also be translated to lifestyle or citizenship. It conveys the idea of living as a good citizen according to the customs and the laws of the state or to conduct your life according to the rules of the country where you live. There are definite differences in culture, customs, dress, and political views in different parts of our world. There's no way that those living in New York City, the Amazon jungle, and the Sahara Desert would approach life the same. There are people in our world who believe in false gods, people who believe in no God, and others who believe in the one true God. Your conversation, your lifestyle displays to those around you where you are from and what you believe. So live as a citizen of heaven who lives in the very presence of God. Number two, refuse to be divided or conquered by your adversaries. There is strength in numbers, and therefore Christians need to stick together. The more we allow ourselves to be divided, and more, or the more susceptible we are to defeat. Paul urged the Philippians to be careful not to be terrified, frightened, or overly concerned by those who hate them. Being surrounded by friends is a great protection from the opposition of adversaries. Christians who stand, uh, stand side by side, fighting to defend the faith, striving to share the gospel, will not be intimidated by gospel haters. They can smile at their adversaries and they can be taunted or are taunted and pray for their adversaries when they're attacked. When a group of believers stand firm, unmovable, and unshakable in their faith, they could be the key that causes their adversaries to question and doubt their own belief systems and hopefully turn to Christ. Finally, let your confidence and assurance in God impact your adversaries. 
Philippians 1, 28 to 30 is one of those passages you have to read four or five times to completely understand it. You could paraphrase Paul's encouragement in this way. Here we go. When your enemies see your commitment to stand together for what you believe, no matter how terrible the persecution becomes, it is a sign to them, even proof, of their own destruction. Then, at the same time, it gives you proof that your salvation comes from God and God alone. Think about it, my Christian friends. We have a wonderful privilege the privilege to know and trust Christ, and the privilege to suffer for his sake. When we are attacked for trusting in Christ, we actually are the closest thing to God that our attackers have ever seen. Our unshakable stand often shakes our adversaries to the core. I have been there. I am still there. Suffering for Christ is a precious privilege. All right, Paul experienced his share of conflicts. Do you remember how the church in Philippi started? It was started in jail. Pastor Paul and worship leader Silas, after being dragged through the market, falsely accused, stripped, and humiliated in public, were shackled to a prison wall. Paul and Silas responded, how? By singing and praising God, both of which impacted their adversaries for Christ. So, what do we do when we are surrounded by disagreeable adversaries? Other than sing and praise God, make the gospel look good, refuse to be divided or conquered, let your confidence and assurance in God impact your adversaries. Lord, as we strive to stand for you, help us, help us to know that there will be many who disagree with us and attempt to hinder your work. Help us to make the gospel look good. Make the gospel look really good in their eyes. Hey, our time's up for today, but I hope again you enjoyed our time together of daily meditations. This is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.